all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, unless otherwise, <clears throat> unless otherwise, when you have a difference of opinion, or you try to prove something, or you made a suggestion or an accusation, or pointed out something to someone or show someone something that you have seen that you have heard or you think is happening and your response is no that is not true no that didn't happen because of this should you just take that as well maybe I'm just thinking the wrong way, maybe I was wrong, or maybe uh, what I'm seeing and what I'm telling people is really wrong because this person said what I said was I think is happening. It's not really happening without any, without any proof from them proving that I was wrong, but they just want me to just say it was wrong that I said that and, you know, or they will censor me and just say, you know, I'm spreading misinformation. Should I just be quiet and shut up and not say anything anymore? What do you think? I'm looking at it like this. Until proven otherwise, I'm going to stand on what I believe in. Until you prove me otherwise, I'm going to stand on what I think is going on or what I think is really happening in this certain event. Until proven otherwise. Hi, this is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. B-O-C-R-T-W-1964 Real Talk. Hello, everyone. Thank you for that introduction from my beautiful fiance, Christina Canseto Hedemilo, alias Princess Nemo Fu. <laughs> my alias Princess Nemo Fu. Thank you. For that. Hello, welcome everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and for my night listeners, hello, Nighthawks. Welcome to the show. I have a special announcement I want to make, and I'm going to, well, it's going to be more like updates uh, or upcoming uh, topics that I'm going to be talking about. 
But before I get into that, I want you probably saying, Joe, what was that opening for? What's, what's the deal with that opening statement you made until, you know, otherwise noted? <sighs> what's been going? It's a lot of things been going on so sad. And it's kind of mind boggling. And you know I touch on the subject a lot because this subject is close to my heart lately. And that subject is the sudden death, the sudden dying of people that's been suddenly dying all of a sudden, especially young people and middle-aged people. Put emphasis on young people and middle-aged people that's been dying, dropping dead, you know. It's, it's weird. They have a certain acronym they call S-A-D-H. S, I'm sorry, which means Sudden Adult Death Syndrome. They also have an acronym which means Sudden, sudden Infant Death Syndrome, meaning sudden deaths of both adults and infants within the last year and a half. It's been happening rapidly. You probably hear me talk about this quite a bit. And some of you probably are tired of hearing it, but I'm going to keep getting it out there, folks, saints, listeners. There's something very evil going on with these people dropping dead and dying. I don't have a pinpoint what's causing it. I have an idea and I have an opinion without any proof that what can be causing. And and I'm not the only one. There's many well-known doctors out there, like Dr. McCullough, that you probably never heard of. That Dr. Malone, you probably never heard of. I think this other doctor, Dr. Mahorta from England, I'm probably saying his name wrong. It's a lot of prevalent doctors and scientists believe the same as me, or I believe the same as them. But they are well-known scientists, and they are well-known doctors. They have more credentials and experience about these things, you know, these sudden deaths or whatever like that. And they believe the cause is from the same thing. Or it could be. And they have lately have even gone bolder because I used to listen to a couple of a couple of them months and months ago and their belief that this thing is causing these death or this thing that's going on is causing these problems and these sudden heart attacks and cardiac cardiac arrests or these myocarditis or pericarditis, you know, is caused from this same medicine or this same, you know, gene thing that's out there. And I'm talking about the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine. Could COVID-19 vaccine be the cause of all these sudden deaths and all these adverse events that's going on? Now, I have put data out there and I have talked about different things. I have put numbers out there and I'm going to continue to do that. Okay. But there's some I think you and I need to continue to look into because it can happen. It can happen to someone close to home or it might have already happened to someone close to you in your family. They just suddenly passed away or they just suddenly got real sick after the vaccine 
shot. You need to pay attention to that. I'm putting emphasis on that because you need to really pay attention to that. You know, like I say, I'm not claiming to be no doctor or nothing like that, but this is just common sense. It's just like when you take a medicine and you get sick or someone have taken medicine and they have fallen dead and it has been proven that it was from the medicine. But for some reason, when you mention or these doctors mention or they mention they 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 bring up maybe it's a possibility it could be the vaccine that's causing these causing these deaths or these adverse events in people which means side effects why do they just get why do people censor them why do they just do not have why do they they do not want to get into an open debate and that's what science is all about and being in an open debate to prove what's going on that's what I saw it anyway or that's what I have been told. A lot of the people that's against or calling people like Dr. McCullough's and Dr. Malone's or the Steve Kirsch's or the Millers or all these other people out there that's saying maybe you need to check out these vaccines and, and try to understand could the vaccine be a cause of all these sudden deaths of thousands and thousands and thousands of deaths and adverse events that's been going on since the push of the vaccine over a year and a half ago that should, you would think that would be worth looking into. You would think that, but nobody is on the other side. When it comes to Big Farmer, when it comes to the mainstream media, when it comes to Fauci and none of those guys are not willing to have a debate and talk about it. All they just say, all they will put out there, they will either censor you or just say it's misinformation without any proof. So you just pose a belief and say, well, maybe I was wrong or maybe I'm just whatever. A lot of gaslighting. It's a lot of gaslighting when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, I'm not saying this, these things is happening because of that. But, man, prove it until otherwise noted. I'm going to believe that until otherwise noticed, noted. A lot of doctors and scientists, thousands of them, I cannot name all of them, believe that it could be a connection until otherwise noted or until proven wrong. But no one is willing to challenge them. No one is willing to debate them. No one is willing to go into deep autopsies to look and find out. That makes me want to do the Arsenio Hall. Hmm, what's really going on? Now, that's one thing I wanted to talk about today. Look into that. Now, the reason I use that term until proven otherwise is this short video uh, on the rumble, about four minutes long. And they are talking about talking about the same thing I'm talking about, you know, the deaths and a certain, you know, cardiac arrest and a lot of young people and all these young people all of a sudden die. You can see it on uh social media, you can see it in, you know, Facebook, you can see it in different things, you can see it, you know, I don't know about the mainstream media news, because I haven't watched them in a while, so I don't know what they tell you, but anyway, there's other alternative news out there that's showing that these people are dropping dead, young and old, but a lot of male men are dropping dead that's in good shape. No 
comorbidities known from what I know in the past. No other ailments. Just dropping dead. Healthy people, in other words. Healthy young men and women, too. But it's mainly a lot of young men, a lot of, especially a lot of white young male, a lot of white young male. I think a lot of that be, is because a lot of the black males and, you know, do, uh, have not taken the shot. They refuse to take uh, the shot. That's just my opinion. But it has been a lot of a white young male, young men and women that's really falling dead and going through these adverse events. And it's so sad because those are my white brothers. Some of them are Christians, I believe, and some of them just they're just people in general. So it has nothing to do with race or nothing like that. It's just a lot of the white people, white men and white ladies has been falling dead or sick after, or allegedly after the COVID-19 or the booster shots. Remember, I gave you a data, at least 45 people have already been reported that died already from the new booster that's just being allowed by the FDA and the CDC. At least 45 people have already allegedly died relating to the COVID-19 shots, whether it's Pfizer, Moderna, or J&J, or whatever, here in America. And at least over 5,000 adverse events. I'm, talking, I'm saying this off the top of my head. You know, go back to my previous podcast. You probably, I, the correct numbers, what I read out. And at least 5,000 adverse events. Something is not right. And only God really knows. Well, others know as well, but God knows the exact reason why these people, men, women, and baby infants are dying. Why come the high-rise and insurance industry of deaths, payouts, has risen since over a year and a half ago, since the rollout of the vaccines? Why? What was going on? I mean, months and months and months, we had coroners, funeral Funeral directors, funeral people calling in were just exposing the many deaths that's coming to their funeral, the many things they have to set up for funerals now because the funerals are overwhelmed with people dying and kids dying within the last year and a half or so since the rollout of the vaccines, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J. Why come no one is talking about that? I'm going to, I'm, what I mean by no one, I'm talking about certain scientists and certain doctors and the social medias and Big Pharma and CDC and FDA and NHA, NIH and the WHO, the WHO, are not willing to debate this or even look into it. They know what's going on, but they continue to push the vaccines. And they know it because a lot of their data, the CDC data, is showing certain adverse events and deaths allegedly on VIRS, the place where you report 
adverse events and deaths when it comes to the vaccine injuries. You reported to VIRS, and that's underreported. Only 1% of the injuries and deaths are reported to VIRS. So, therefore, that tells us that there are more, hundreds and hundreds of more, even thousands of more people that died or have an adverse event, a bad side effect, or is paralyzed for the rest of their lives or midlives because they believe is from the vaccine, Pfizer, Moderna, or J&J. And I'm, I'm just talking about here in the United States, the U.S. of A., not around the world. I'm just talking about here. So the numbers are tremendously scary higher. Okay. So something is going on. Whoever is listening to this podcast this is not a scare tactic. These events are happening. People are dropping dead. People are dropping dead. And a high rate of cardiac arrest, heart attacks, myocarditis, pericarditis, which I never really even heard of until with, until I, I first started hearing the myocarditis is happening. I started hearing a vet within the last what? Here I go again, year and a half or so. I never heard of the term myocarditis, let alone pericarditis. That was my first time hearing hearing of those terms. Terms like SADS, sudden adult death syndrome. SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome. A lot of terms are being created now. Now, I'm not saying myocarditis and uh, pericarditis are created. They've probably been, that's been around. But the acronyms like SADS and SIDS, sudden death, sudden adult death, sudden infant death. All you hear is about sudden deaths, unknown deaths, unknown deaths, unknown deaths. These people falling dead, unknown deaths, unknown deaths. Unknown. Uh, it's it, it's sadly and scary because you hear so much, you become so immune and numb to it. And that's the scary part. A lot of people, many people don't even know about all this dying, sudden, sudden deaths. Because the mainstream media keep you blind. They don't talk about it in the way that it should be talked about. If they're talking about it at all. Like I said, I do not look at CNN. I do not look at MSNBC. I don't look at ABC, CBS, or a lot of the local news. Because they talk about other deaths like shootings and robberies and, you know, accidents and stuff like that, but you you don't hear nothing. It's like crickets when it comes to sudden people falling dead or all this dying is going on. That's all of a sudden natural causes or people just young people falling dead, having heart attacks and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's just... We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. 
We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. It's mind-boggling, man. It's mind-boggling and it's eerie and it's evil. It's mind-boggling, eerie, and evil. When you look at videos of athletes and newscasters and actors, known and unknown, dropping dead or kneeling over, falling out, sick, all of a sudden. Now, has there been proof that they've been poked and jabbed? No. Most of them are because if you follow the trend when it comes to the football players and the athletes, it's a mandate that they have to get the shots. So when you start following the science, the little science that you and I know, when you start following the science, these things you and I can do ourselves. We don't have to be a professional science or doctor to see that you like they like they tell us to follow the money. If you want to see what's really going on with the government or with people in, in general, the same thing is follow the science. Follow that trend. A lot of the people that's following dead is in that vaccine mandate category. They have to be vaccine. They have, to, they have a mandate for them to be poked, for them to be jabbed. And that's the, that's the, the frustrating part. The other side, I'm just putting it that way, the other side is not willing to investigate that or find out or have an open debate, science versus scientists. Dr. Fauci would not debate no one. He'd be very careful what shows he go on. He would not go over on a conservative show. He would not go on a Christian show. He would not be interviewed by anyone that's going to ask him the tough questions. So his 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 audience is not his audience, them too, but his interviewers is carefully picked out purposely so they can hit him and ask him with soft questions purposely. So he avoid the hardball real journalist that's going to ask him the tough, tough questions. So he could be bold and talk about all that scientists and all this other stuff or whatever like that because his interviewers are hand-picked. Now, this is true. I, you can see that. They are hand-picked. He will go on CNN. He will go on MSNBC and maybe somewhere on ABC. But believe me, baby, believe me, they are hand-picked interviewers and they are told to ask soft questions. I believe that. It don't take a rocket scientist or a journalist to see that. Just follow what shows Fauci be on. They mostly far left shows. Listen to it again. They're mostly far left show. They're never going to be on a conservative show or a Christian show or any, you know, like the 700 Club, what I mean by Christian shows or anything like that. Or, you know, they're never going to be on shows or, you know, that you, the alternative news or whatever. He might go on Newsmax or something like that, but, you know, or maybe Fox sometimes, but they will pick their certain interviewers that won't ask real hard in your face 
questions now. I'm talking about Dr. Fauci now. All you got to do is follow the science. Follow the programs. Follow him on what shows he's in, what magazines he's in. Most of them, people lift them up. You'll get a, a few red flags for some of them, but they only will go so far because they protect him. Okay? Now, I'm going to leave that with that, okay? I'm going to leave you with that, but I wanted to throw that out there, okay? Look into that. Now, another uh, topic I want to get into. Uh, announcement. Many people, and it's my fault, and I'm... The reason I'm going this way because I'm going somewhere with this. I know I say that a lot because why? Because I am going somewhere with it. <laughs> okay, this topic I want to talk about is uh, a subject that's very touching and need to be dealt with with some of my listeners, I believe. And it's a certain group or a certain fate that I want to do a study on. It's going to take me a, a little time to really study up on this topic and on this subject because I want to be correct. I don't want to uh, put out no misinformation. And I want to, you know, really want to be, you know, read up and studied up on this topic I want to talk about because it's, 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 it's very challenging, but it needs to be touched on. Touched on, excuse me. I usually don't get in of talking about different fates or different groups or sometimes different sects or cults when it comes to my show. I try to stay away from that because there's others that do uh, on YouTube and other places that does that. So I try to stay away from that most of the time. But this, it's a few I'm going to I'm going to dive uh, dive into and I'm going to talk about it. What I'm going to do, I'm going to let the scriptures talk for themselves. Let the Bible speak for itself. Let the Word of God speak for itself. When I'm speaking on another group or another faith or another sect. Okay? Okay. Uh, a certain group that I'm going to dive into and the reason being, let me give you, uh, let me give you a synopsis of what I'm, where I'm going with this and why. Now, a lot of you probably been a lot of you probably know about the incident with Kanye West, or now they call him Ye and uh, uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie Irving is a, a well-known basketball player, if you are into sports, and uh, he plays for the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, I think he's a shooting guard for the Brooklyn Nets if I'm not mistaken. He has been under a lot of criticism uh, lately. Unjustly to me, and I'm going I'm to tell you why unjustly, you know, because of a certain link he put on his own social media. I don't know which social media it was, 
his own social media, a, a certain link about a documentary that he wanted others to check out. And evidently, this documentary is known to be anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic means anti-Jew. It bashes Jews and whatever like that. You know, anti-Semitic means you're against Jews or you're saying something bad about the Jews or the Hebrew people or whatever like that. So it's, 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 this documentary is known to be anti-Semitic. Now, this documentary, I believe the name of it is uh, called... Uh, uh, Negroes to Hebrews. Oh, no, Hebrews to Negroes. Yeah, that's it's called Hebrews to Negroes. And the teachings are based around the teachings of this group called the, uh, the, the Israel, the Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, the Hebrew Israelites, formerly known as the Black Hebrew Israelites. Israelites. A lot of you probably heard of them or seen them in the corners on the streets in certain areas. And they have certain anti they wear. A lot of them have their beards grown out and mostly predominantly they are black. And they are they don't like to be called the black Hebrew Israelites anymore. For what I haven't heard, they'd like to be called the Hebrew Israelites. And it's a they're you know, they are predominantly black and they're they are growing they are a growing group. Okay. They are a growing camp. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday why do i say can't because all hebrew israelites don't flock together they are different camps so they have different beliefs some of them deal with the same main core or saying it's a certain doctrine that they fall on they believe in you know, mainly Deuteronomy 28 and 68, I believe. But a lot of their flock are not the same. So, they, you know, you can't treat them all the same because they have certain different beliefs. Depends on what group that you're searching out when it comes to the uh, Hebrew Israelites. Well, anyway, Kyrie has been really criticized. And he's been recently, I believe, unjustly suspended, I think for five to seven days, and he has to pay a $500,000 fine to some country. I think some company called ADL, and someone was talking about what ADL, I don't know too much about this, so I'm going to leave it alone. And he has to pay a, a 500000 fine that was pushed by the owner of the Brooklyn Nets. You know, so Kyrie Irving is known to be very controversial. First of all, he's, he's he, you know, he was on the spotlight because he refused to take the vaccine. He refused to take the vaccine. You know, that's one of the things that makes it makes him more controversial. Well, I don't see nothing that's wrong with that. But, you know, when you well profiled and you're out there, you're going to get a really cute or you're going to get lifted up. 
for the decisions you make because you're going to have followers whether you like it or not. And he knows that. Well, anyway, he's been really hit hard, him and Kanye West. I don't know what Kanye West said, and I don't. And I, but what I hear about Kyrie Irving, I can see him getting ridiculed for things he did not say. It was what he posted, and they came to an assumption that he is part of that, and he believes it, or he agree with this controversial documentary. Now, this is where I'm going with this. I use I usually don't get into all this type of mess or whatever like that. I, I don't, but. This group has been showing up and it's been touching me a lot because it's a lot of teaching I want to get into and I want to be fair with them. I want to give them a chance, but I want to dig more into their doctrine, not from them, because I just hear their side. So I'm going to do my own digging, you know, where this group started from, why they believe like they believe. And the reason I'm going to do that because what kind of kicked it off is because what's going on with Kyrie and Kanye and others. Now, what I want to put out here, if you, if someone throws some information out there or a link or even speak on a certain subject or a faith, whether it's Christian faith, whether it's Mormon faith, whether it's a Mason faith, whether it's uh, the Hebrew Israelites faith, you know, and you speak on that, I believe you have a right and you have a freedom of speech. That's part of America that gives you a freedom of speech to speak on your faith or your so-called faith. That's that's the one of the beauties of being here in America. It's fading away now, but that's one of the beauties of living here in the USFA here in America. Okay? And I'm all I'm for free speech. I might not agree with you. I might not like what you believe in, but I I respect your freedom and your opinion. Okay? But there's a shift here in America. And it's a picking and choosing shift, too. Because there's a lot of things that's out there in America that should be checked and they don't get checked. Then there's certain things that you would think that you should have a freedom to speak about, and all of a sudden you get checked, see, or you get censored. My point is, what Kyrie Irving has been accused of doing is promoting they play with words in the media, is promoting this controversial documentary. Okay? It's promoting this. And it's, in fact, it hurt a lot of people. Not because what Kyrie Irving said is what he posted. Let's put emphasis on that. It's not so much from what I see, because I, I, I haven't seen anything different. It's not what Kyrie Irving said. Now, I ain't talking about his interview which I think was rude, you know, for them to interview him on that subject after a basketball game. I thought it was supposed to be a basketball interview, not what he does on the social media. That's just my opinion, you know. But the, the, the world has their own type of rules. They have their own type of truth. So I believe it was wrong for them to bring up that 
questions, those questions. Do they have a right to? Yeah, but I'm just saying they always talk about he should be doing what he's doing. He should be able to answer the questions. You should have respect yourself that this is a basketball <coughs> interview. You should be asking basketball questions, not why you do this and why you believe this or why you post this. See, I'm going to be against that. No, that's rude. That's not right in my book. If a person is playing tennis, football, if you're interviewing them, you should be interviewing them about the game. This is my opinion about why do they do this in a game or how do you feel about this or how you feel about when you dropped the ball and made this touchdown or, you know, you shot this last shot or what do you think going on while you were struggling? Yeah, basketball questions, not Anything else outside of basketball, I don't believe, or football or uh, tennis or whatever, you know, because they, I remember years ago, uh, this reporter done Pete Rose like that, started talking about his gambling struggles and whatever like that. He didn't interview Pete Rose about his career, nothing. He on national television putting in his face about his gambling issues. And Pete Rose had to put him straight. See, he should have because... Rose and Kyrie or others are not denying that there might have been something wrong they have done, but there's a time and a place that we can do this, not uh, not during a basketball game. And that was Kyrie's, you know, rebuttal. That was, if I could say that, that was Kyrie Irving's, you know, uh, what, how should I say that? When the, this reporter was asking and pushing Kyrie Irving, why did he put something out there and believe it like that? The reporter seemed like he was already accusing Kyrie Irving of agreeing with the book and whether Kyrie Irving agree with it or not. I don't know. Maybe he do, maybe he don't. I don't know. Y'all think he just gave him a little twinkle in his flag and he was asking those questions. He wasn't asking basketball questions. He was asking about that certain link that Kyrie put out there. And it was almost like he was assuming Kyrie was for that or Kyrie was somewhat anti-Semitic or he wanted really Kyrie to say, is, is you, are you anti-Semitic? Do you have a problem? Do you believe what this documentary was saying? Now, this documentary was the, what I was just talking about, okay? He, Hebrews to Negroes, the teachings of <clears throat> the Hebrew Israelites, predominantly black, the Hebrew Israelites. So that's what this was about. It's a movie. Books that came out, I think the book came out in 2015 and the movie came out in 2018. I haven't seen it. I don't plan on seeing it because I, I kind of know what's in it because I've seen a little absence of it or something based on that. But I'm doing a study on this group because I want to know where they're going and why they believe what they believe when it comes to the Bible. That's why, because when the scriptures and the Bible is involved, it needs to be observed and studied by other believers, because there's a lot of young black men that might want to follow this teaching. So I want to give them a fair play and I want to get into this. So that's why that's what made me say, OK, I'm going to finally I'm going to look into this. I know people that's in this group. Now, which group? Because they have different camps. I don't know. And I'm not going to get into personal people, nothing like that. But I know people, young men and young ladies that's in this group. And they we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. 
It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. really believe in this group. You know, I don't knock them for that, but we need to. But when it comes to the Bible and certain verses that's been used, I need to just get into that so people can get some clarity, so people can understand what's going on and what's been taught in this group and compare it to the Word of God because they use the King James Bible as well, from what I heard, you know. So we need to just talk about this a little bit. I'm not here to debate them, I'm not here to do none of that, I'm not into all of that. You know, because I know they had a, some of them have a such certain aggressiveness with them. I'm not, you know, if they open to open and, you know, critical thinking, I don't know. But I'm just here to just talk about it and give my, you know, and, 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 and line it up with the Bible. I'm going to use other notes and stuff like that. So I will let you know when I when I get into that, you know, it's not going, I'm not going to bash them or put them down or nothing like that. I just want to know what's going on. I want to know, I want to line it up with the word of God. Cause I'm not ashamed to do that. I think it needs to be talked about. Like I said, I'm not here to debate or whatever like that. I'm open to comments. If they comment on my show or whatever, I'm open to that, but it's going to be, have to be scripturally versed and based on the word of God. What this group teaches have to line up with the word of God, not opinions, not nobody else literature, but the word of God. Emphasis. First of all, when I do this, emphasis is very important when I do this. The emphasis will be on, first of all, what do they feel and think about Jesus? Not his color. That's in red. Not his color. Is he black or white and pink or red? But what do they feel about Jesus? And why? The second thing I want to find out is what do they feel about salvation? What is salvation to them? Okay? That's another thing. Another thing I want to find out is of what I heard of. What are their beliefs and what do they who do, what do they feel about the Apostle Paul and the teachings of Paul's letters, Romans through Philemon? I, I'm using Romans and Philemon, but I want I want I want to get some understanding. How do they what do they feel about the teachings of Paul? The reason I'm using these examples because I see a lot of discrepancies when it comes to the word of God in Christianity and then when it comes to those teachings. See, and I want to know why and what their belief and what they stand on. I, have, I know certain scriptures that they fall on and what they go by. I understand that, you know, but I need to do more studying about them from the history of them. That's why I want to do this. And it's going to be an honestly, openly, you know, teaching and fair look at the Hebrew Israelites. Okay? All right. Now, I went there. I went all the way there. 
to let you know why I'm doing this because I wouldn't have really got into it until I started seeing this about the Kyrie. I don't know what went on with Kanye and what the Kanye was. Kanye says a lot of things. Kanye say a lot of things. So I don't know where Kanye is going. I think the issue with Kanye, he's trying to find Jesus and trying to be saved in his own way, which is not the way to go because it's so simple to be saved. You don't have to look for God. You don't have to search Jesus and try to find out how to be saved or how to be right. It's very simple. If you really want to know Jesus and really want to be saved, and my heart desires for Kanye was to be saved, not religious, just like when it comes to rappers like Eminem and just like I heard about Shia LeBeau, you know, this actor, you know, in the Transformer movies, people say he's a Christian now. And I looked at that now, they, he got, he's into, he became a Catholic. Becoming a Catholic doesn't make you a born again, uh, uh, doesn't make you, I was going to say they're born again, but I don't mean that. Doesn't make you part of the body of Christ. Doesn't make you a Christian because you become a Catholic. So I want to, you know, my 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 desire is for them to really be saved, to really know the real Jesus, to really know how to be saved. That's my desire. And this is a challenge because many would disagree with me. That's what I want to find out. I want to know where you're going with this, not to debate with you. I'm going to leave it at that because you stand on what you believe in. I'm going to stand on what I believe in. But it's very important is what you're teaching people out there. That's my thing. And I want to be there for the people and be prepared and let them know and just let them look at both ways, not just one way when it comes to Jesus. So my, my, my search research for them and my question is for them and my little study would be, what do you feel about Jesus? Who is Jesus to you? Now, I ain't talking about his color or his ethnicity. We all know he, when he came to earth, he came as a Jew. I ain't talking about his pigment or his melanin, his color. We can debate on color all day. That don't mean nothing when it comes to salvation. I'm just talking about who is Jesus and what is Jesus to you? Is, and is Jesus the way to be saved, to have eternal life? What do they feel about that? What do they feel about the Apostle Paul? What do they feel about the virgin birth? Okay. They have a different uh, thinking of way when it comes to Old Testament and New Testament. I have an idea why. You know, because the teachers of Paul and a lot of other things, and people get kind of confused when it comes to Old and New Testament. I'm not going to get into that now. Because all Old Testament and New Testament is Israel. I don't know what they feel about that. I think they disagree big time on it. But Old Testament and New Testament is Israel. Old Covenant, New Covenant is all Israel. Not Gentiles, it's all Israel. Whether they agree with that or not, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. But that was that's what I'm gonna be doing in the future. I'm gonna to touch on that. And it's another uh controversial subject I wanna to touch on. A couple of them that's gonna take me a while. One, another one is masonry, and another one is Islam, mainly focused on the nation of Islam, black Islam. I'm going to get into that, not in a debate way, but I'm going to do a study on that so you can have your 
own thoughts in your own and you do your own judgment of what you think about that not as a Christian this is not for the believers to dissuade you of your faith these for just listeners that heard about these groups and been and are interested in joining these groups or just very, just very curious about these groups. That's why I'm doing this. This is going to be my little study on this. And you can do the same thing even now. You know, it's best, the, if, the best way to get a, a true study of a, a certain faith or a certain sect or a certain cult, a cult. Because some of these groups, you know, I'm not saying Hebrew Israelites, but some of these groups are occults. Some of them are false teachers. You know, but the only way I can call any one of them that is to see what their doctrine is about. I've got to line it up with the word of God. It's going to hurt some people's feelings, but the word of God usually does. Sound doctrine usually does. Okay. And I'm going to do this on Body of Christ Real Talk. It's going to be some agreement and some disagreement. I'm for that. You know, I'm for that. I'm going to try to use less opinion as I can and try to just line it up with the word of God. It did not give you what I feel. And it's going to be some opinion, but I'm going to try to use less opinionated, be less opinionated as I can to be fair with these teachings on these groups or these research on these groups when it comes to Hebrew Israelites or the, the black nation of Islam, emphasis on black. Not the whole nation of Islam, because Islam is have different camps as well, you know. But you know, just the uh, the the the, uh, the black nation of Islam. Now, it's not a full detailed study to debunk everything they're saying. It's just uh, everything's have to be lined up with the Word of God. That's what I'm saying. Not their errors. You can find errors in a lot of things, but I'm just saying when it comes to the Word of God. Where do where do they stand when it comes to Jesus? Where do they stand when it comes to the Holy Spirit? Where do they stand when it comes to the teachings of Paul and different things like that? Where do they stand on that? What is they, what is their take on that? And where could they find it in the Bible that's proven that what they disbelief about those people that I'm talking about? Mainly, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the most important topic. The most important topic is who is Jesus? What is Jesus to you? And is Jesus the son of God to you? Is Jesus God to you? And stuff like that. Don't even have to go that far. It will come out anyway when any faith or any person that's don't even, you know, consider himself to be a Christian because of name wise, you know, or whether you believe that you are real Hebrew or you are original Hebrew. I want to find out why, because it's very interesting. I'm willing to find out why and my own research of it. Not so much from you, because you, you're going to tell me blah, 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 and we can talk, but usually it doesn't get far. I would not talk with debate with you guys, because it's not going to get nowhere. I'm not here to argue or whatever like that, because I want to go and try to find the source or you can send me the source and then I go from there because I'm going to do my own research not your words, your opinion I want to know why you believe that and where your belief comes from is it from the Bible that's why I want to do a, 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 a somewhat study on 
the Hebrew Israelites. I know it's different camps, and I know that some of them have different beliefs, and all of them are not the same. Some are more aggressive than others. Some are more somewhat racist and dogmatic than others. I know that. So I'm not putting them all in the same pot, in the same bowl, you know. This is not to stir my faith or make me stronger what they believe because I stand on what I believe. I already know where I'm going. Okay. All right. I'm going to end with this. I talk to a lot of people, and many people know that I'm a believer. They know I am a Christian. But what you really, I never, probably never really explain what I believe in. What What is my faith? Okay, you know, I am a believer. I always, about, I always talked about being in the body of Christ. And you probably wonder why do I always say it. And it's, and it's very scriptural why I say that. <laughs> Excuse me. A lot of denominations have a, uh, a statement of faith. If you know that, if you are in a denominational church, they have a certain creed or a certain statement of faith. Why they believe what they believe. Okay, it's the same when I'm doing a little research on the Hebrew Israelites. Why you believe what you believe? And what proof do you have of what you're saying according to the Bible, not opinions, according to the word of God, because you use the scriptures a lot. And I respect you for that. You know, why do you believe that? And why do you believe the word of God is saying that? And what proof? In other words, it's a state, it's a creed, and it's a statement of faith. Because sound doctrine is very important when it comes to the word of God. Sound doctrine. Okay. Now, my faith is I believe Jesus Christ <clears throat> came to the earth in a human body. I believe, first of all, Jesus Christ came to the earth. He was born when it came to the earth in the flesh in a human body. He came in a human temp, a tent, as the Son of God. Okay? So I believe that Jesus came in the flesh. That's very important. Jesus came in the flesh. I believe he, the first time he stepped on earth, he came in the flesh as the Son of God. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I also believe Jesus is God. And part of the Godhead, many people call it the Trinity or whatever, the triune, I call it. I, ch I changed that format to the Godhead. I believe he's part of the Godhead, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. So I believe in the Godhead or what you will call the Trinity. I believe in the Trinity, God, the Father, God, the Son. I believe Jesus is number two in the Trinity. God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. I believe all three are God with different, different, three different administrations and personalities. Not personalities, but three different administrations, but they all agree in one. I cannot comprehend and I cannot prove that. But according to scripture, it shows that there are three, you know, like the body, soul, and spirit, there is three persons that's also one. You cannot comprehend that. So that's why I say I believe Jesus is God, but he's the son of God. I believe the Holy Spirit is God, but he's the spirit of God. I believe God is the father. So that's the Godhead I believe in. I believe that in the Godhead, God the father, God the son, God the Holy Spirit. Point blank, I believe that. Okay. 
I believe Jesus came to die for all, he died for all mankind's sins. Okay? Okay? I believe he came and died for the world's sins. Not only because of John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. There's more to that when it comes to John 3.16. I can explain that later on. I believe Jesus came and died for the sins of the world. I believe that. I also believe that Jesus took care of everybody's sin, whether you saved or not. He washed away everyone's sin and is not charging no one with sin. I believe that. I'm going to tell you why. They don't down the line. So I put a whole emphasis on everybody in the world's sin is forgiven. Not saved, but their sins are forgiven. Let me put emphasis on that. Everybody in the world, even today, Jesus took care of, took, took care of that over 2,000 years ago. Everyone's sin is forgiven. I believe that. There are scriptures to prove that. Okay? But I'm not going to get into that now. I'm going to give you my statement of faith of what I believe. Since a lot of you probably wonder why and why do I teach the way I teach, especially your body of Christ, real talk and connecting the dots. So you know what type of teaching you're going to get from me. Okay, this is what I believe in. All right. Okay. I believe that Jesus came to set Israel free first from their mess and sins. Now I have scripture to back that out, back that up. And if you listen to Connecting Dots, you can find a lot of that teaching on there, not only from me, but from the books that I read and other teachers, okay? So I believe Jesus came for, first of all, for Israel, to cleanse Israel, to get them prepared, to get their mess out of the way, Okay. You might say to get prepared for well, we're not going to get into that now, but I'm just letting you know what I believe. When Jesus came on the earth, he came in the flesh. Okay? He came in a human body. All right? And he came to save the world, but he had to go through Israel first. He had to save Israel first and get Israel prepared to go out to the world, to the Gentiles. This is my belief, and this is biblically. This is Bible, okay? This is what I believe, all right? Jesus came from Israel first. Go to Romans 15 and 8 and other scriptures like that that would show that Jesus came from his own first. Even the way he healed the majority of the people that Jesus healed when he was on the earth through the four gospels were Jews, so it's all proven that Jesus came for Israel first, not because he loved them more, because they was the group of people that was going to be used to go out into the world. I believe that. That's very important for me and my teaching. I believe that. Okay. All right. I also believe when Jesus came, he came with signs and wonders. Jesus came using signs and wonders, you know, healing the sick, restoring the sights to the blind, and doing different things like that. Signs. 
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Wonders and miracles. I believe Jesus performed many, many, many signs, wonders, and miracles. Mostly for, uh, mostly to Israel. I'm saying this for research. So you see why? I, so you can follow my teaching and what I believe and why I teach the way I teach. See, it's based on Israel first. So, because a lot of things that Jesus has done was already prophesied in the book of Isaiah, Ezekiel, and different books, mainly Isaiah, of what their Messiah will be doing. Their Messiah meaning Jesus, their Messiah. Now, I don't want to get into that teaching now. I just want you to know what I believe. I believe Jesus came, you know, on the earth for Israel with signs, wonders, and healings, and miracles to prove that he was their king. To prove he was their prophesied king that was prophesied through the prophets of past. They prophesied that Jesus, and this will be one of the signs that prove to Israel that Jesus is their Messiah, is their king, is the Son of God, is through signs, wonders, and miracles, because that's how the future millennium kingdom is going to be for Israel, the thousand-year millennial reign. So I believe in all that, okay? <clears throat> all right. That's Jesus' first coming. Now, I also believe in the second coming of Jesus. Jesus will come the second time. It's called the day of the Lord. I believe Jesus is going to come the second time after the seven-year tribulation, which I also believe there will be a seven-year tribulation. I believe that the tribulation is the final purging of Israel. It's meant for Israel, but it's going to affect Gentiles that's left on the earth as well. Okay? There's a certain cycle that I can get into, but I'm not going to make them more confusing than what you probably are. I believe in the seven-year tribulation that's going to happen, and I believe Jesus is going to come after the seven-year tribulation. He's going to set up his kingdom, his thousand millennium kingdom. Okay? I believe that. But I also believe this. And these are my basic beliefs, so you can know why I teach it the way I teach. I believe that the teachings of the Apostle Paul are for the church today. I believe that we're not under the law. And I have Bible to back that up, that we're not under no law. Not little law, this part, we're not under no law. Okay? So I believe we're not under the law. I believe we're under grace through the teachings of the Apostle Paul. Romans through Philemon, the 13 epistles or the 13 letters of Paul, Romans through Philemon. You might ask why, and I'm going to tell you why I believe that. I believe there are two programs in the Bible. There are two programs in the Bible. The Kingdom of Heaven program, I believe, 
and the Body of Christ through Gospel of the Grace of God program. Okay? I believe the Gospel of the Grace of God program is what's going on now with the church today. I believe the only way to be saved today is believe what Jesus done. I believe everybody can be saved now, Jews and Gentiles, under grace, unconditional, by faith. That means you can be saved only by faith, by believing what Jesus done, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4. That's why I always put a lot of emphasis on that scripture. Now, this is my statement of faith. This is what I believe. I believe we're not under the law. Okay, so since we're not under the law, I believe signs and wonders does not manifest itself today. There's no signs and wonders and miracles that's going on today. I don't believe there are signs, wonders, and miracles that goes on today in that format. I'm not saying God would not perform or do anything like that, but the format of why there were signs, miracles, and wonders like it was when Jesus came on earth for Israel, I believe it's not for the church today. I believe tongues is not for the church today, meaning languages. God did not use men and women to speak in different languages. There's no need. That was only for Israel. That's another teaching. It's Bible to back that up. Now, before you stop me, I'm just I'm just letting you know what I believe. If you want to have comments for me, ask why we get into more deeper detail, and then we can just hit the scriptures and verses that's proven what I'm saying. Okay, so I don't I don't believe signs and wonders in that way that it was happening back then and when Jesus was on earth is for today. There's no need for today, and I, I can explain it why. I don't believe they're speaking in different tongues today, which tongues is nothing but languages. I don't believe that's for today. I don't believe tithing is for today. That was for Israel. That was for the Israel program. I don't believe baptizing in water. Oh, I'm going to hit somebody now. It's for today. It's not needed today. That don't mean you can't get baptized in water. That's up to you. But the reason for being baptized for water, the significance and the history of baptism in water when it comes to the Jews and the Hebrews from the past, it's not for the church today because there's a different program today. So I believe in two programs. I believe the programs, the Kingdom of Heaven program, Jesus' earthly ministry, and the the Body of Christ program, Jesus' heavenly ministry, are two different programs, two different churches. The Body of Christ is not the Kingdom of Heaven. The Kingdom of Heaven is not the Body of Christ. So that's what I stand on. I have Bible to back that up so you can understand why I teach the way I teach it. I'm going to stand on that because I believe it's biblical inspired for today. All right. That's what I believe. It's in my statement. I believe that Paul taught mysteries and the teachings of Paul was never taught to no one else in time past. I have Bible to back that up. That's why Paul's certain uh language in Paul's teaching when it comes to especially the King James is mystery. Mystery means secret. Paul had things taught to him that was never taught to Peter, that was never taught to John, that was not to talk to, never taught to Jane, that was never revealed to Matthew or no other apostles or past prophets, David, Isaiah, none of them. It was hidden in God, and that's proven in the Bible itself. So it is called a mystery. I believe there's diff- about seven or eight different 
mysteries that was revealed only to the Apostle Paul for the church today. You probably never heard that before, but it's all Bible because most denominations do not teach this. But it's true Bible teaching. It's in your Bible, especially the King James. If you have another translation, it's going to say secret. means the same things. The mystery and secret means the same thing. So I believe that what Paul teaches today through his through Romans, through Philemon, was never taught to no one else in the Bible. Only revealed to Paul. By who? Jesus Christ. Same Jesus, different program. That's why I put emphasis on the teachings of Paul, not because of Paul, because the teachings of Paul is the teachings of Jesus Christ. The teachings of Paul is the teachings of Jesus Christ. Romans through Philemon for the church today, the body of Christ, Jews and Gentiles. The kingdom of heaven, Jesus' earthly ministry was mainly Jews to get them prepared to go out. Okay? The church today is Jews and Gentiles, everybody. The church today is one. The church today is the body of Christ. Not the kingdom of heaven program, but the body of Christ. The church today is saved by grace. That this is what I believe in. Now, I'm not saying you, this is what I believe in. Okay? I believe Jesus was born through Virgin Mary. I believe that. See, these are basic things I'm letting you know what I believe in. I told you I believe in a tribulation. There will be a seven-year tribulation. And there's another thing that's also a mystery, according to uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18, and also 1 Corinthians, I think 15, you know, 37 to 51. I believe there's going to be a rapture of the church before the seven-year tribulation. So I believe in the rapture. The rapture is down in the Bible. I know that, but I believe in the catching away or the blessed hope, you know, or the, uh, the special appearing. I believe all that, which is all, which is in the Bible. I believe there will be a rapture of the body of Christ, the real church, the body of Christ, before the seven-year tribulation. I believe that, and that's all Bible, and I have scriptures to back that up. It would take too much time to hit all that now. If you want to know what, why do I believe what I believe, just like I was given the Hebrews or whatever chance, I can show you that. We can go uh, go to verses, and I can show you verses why I believe that's proven that. I'm willing to do that. Now, whether you believe it or not, and when it's in your face, that's on you, but I'm willing to show you the verses, and they're not hard. They're saying these things. This is what I believe in. Okay. I believe that the kingdom program was postponed because of the disobedience of Israel, according to Romans 11. I think Romans 11, 11. There's more to that, but I believe that was a postponement. Okay, this is what I believe. I also believe that we are not replacement Israel. We're not here to replace Israel. I don't believe the church today is the new Israel. I do not believe that. That's not biblical. That's not in the scriptures. I don't believe that. I don't believe in a replacement theology. I don't believe we are the Israel of today. We have nothing to do with that program. We are the body of Christ. We are a different program. I have Bible and scriptures to back that up. 
through the teachings of Paul, which is taught to him and revealed to him by Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus Christ reveals certain mysteries and certain hidden, unsearchable things to the Apostle Paul. I believe that according to the openings of the book of Galatians, that his teachings came from Jesus, not man. Not no human. It came strictly from Jesus. You can find that from the book of Galatians. Very easy to find. When you read the book of Galatians. I believe the Apostle Paul is our apostle for today for the Gentiles. Just like I believe that the Apostle Peter and the other 12 are the apostles for the Jews, Israel. That's part of the two separate programs. That's why I teach the way I teach. So you get an idea why I teach the way I teach, why I stand on what I teach. And it's all biblical. You can go to Connected and Dots if you are a believer. I'm very strict on that. You must be saved to really understand these things I'm talking about, to get an idea why I teach and believe the way I believe. See, I can tell you why I believe what I believe, and then you give me the time. I can find verses and scriptures to, to prove what I believe, why I believe what I believe. <laughs> why I believe or what I believe. You know, I can show you some proof. I know I get my tongue all twisted up. Okay, so I wanted to give you my statement of faith. You know, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe Jesus came on the earth, you know, with signs and wonders for Israel only to uh, get them ready, prepared for the kingdom program. I believe they're going to they was going to be the ones that go out to the Gentiles. Okay, I believe Jesus died, buried, and rose again for salvation. I believe that's the only way to be saved. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, I don't believe there's no other way to be saved but just believe in what Jesus done, not who Jesus was. I put a lot of emphasis on that. Israel had to believe who Jesus was. They had to believe that he was their king. They had to believe that he was their Messiah. Their scriptures and verses to back it up. I'm not just saying it just to try to brush you off, but if you are willing to get to really know that, check out Connecting the Dots, and I'm talking to Christians. And if you're not saved, the way to be saved is believe what Jesus done, not who he was. It's important to know who he was, but that would not get you get you saved. Believe in what he done, his death, burial, and resurrection. I also believe that everybody's sins, the saved and the unsaved, are forgiven. I believe universally that all sins are forgiven. Now, well, let me let me before your attendance go up. That does not mean that I believe that everybody is saved. No, because your sins are forgiven. According to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19, God is not charging you with sin. That don't mean you're not going to sin no more. God is not charging you with sin. He is not accusing you with sin. That don't mean you're saved. Forgiving of sins does not merit you salvation. Let me say that three times. Your sins being forgiven does not merit, does not mean you get you earn salvation. Your sins being forgiven does not mean that you earn salvation for the unsaved. It just means God does not have to deal with sin through you no more. He took care of that. He took care of that 2,000 years on the cross. So you are sinless. That don't mean you're not going to commit sin. That means he's not charging you with sin. You will still suffer the damage of sin, but God is not charging us with sin. 
This is pre-salvation, before salvation. That means you still need to be saved. You still need to believe that of what Jesus done. Before you can be saved and go to heaven, you must believe what Jesus done. Okay? Sincerely, in your heart, to be saved. Even though your sins have been forgiven, you can still go to hell. Say it again. Even though your God is not charging you with sin, you can still go to hell because you don't believe it through what Jesus done on the cross, his death, burial, resurrection. This is what I believe, and I have scripture to back that up. Probably never heard this before, but it's Bible. Everybody's sins in the world today, past, present, and future, has been Forgiven. Forgiven does not mean you're justified. Forgiven does not mean you've been redeemed. Forgiven does not mean you've been glorified in the future. Forgiven does not mean that you are saved. Forgiven just means you are been you've been excused for your sins. Now you need to believe it of what Jesus done to excuse you of those sins. You understand what I'm saying? Forgiveness. Forgiveness does not mean you are saved. That's why I say you can still go to hell, even though your sins been forgiven. Because your going to hell is, is and going to heaven is not based on of your sins; it's based on your belief of what His Son done for you. Those are my beliefs, core beliefs. Through only one teaching that you can get this is from the mysteries and the secrets of the Apostle Paul, the revelation of the mystery, Romans sixteen and twenty five. Okay, I wanted to give you that statement of faith of what I believe in. Now you have a simple, basic what I believe in and why I teach the way I teach. And that's why I use Paul a lot. So when I use Paul, I'm using Jesus. I'm not lifting up Paul. Paul does not lift up Paul. Jesus is the one left because Jesus' program is not the, Jesus' heavenly program is not the same as the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You would know that when you read the Bible, if you are a believer. There are differences. That's why you don't see certain signs, one is a miracles and all that stuff, because it's different programs. It's been postponed, that program. Okay, I'm not going to get you confused on that. So that's my statement of faith, what I believe, what the Bible is saying. Okay, hope you got something out of that. If you want any questions and comments, the more about this, be welcome to ask me. If you are a believer, go to Connected the Dots. I do a lot of teaching on there. You know, verse-by-verse teachers and different teachers about, you know, how to rightly divide God's Word, because this is all about rightly dividing God's Word dispensationally, okay? God bless you all. This is Joseph Browley, Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Browley, Body of Christ Real Talk. Love you all. Peace out. I hope you get something out of that. Spread this podcast. Spread this podcast to others. Because what I got coming up in the future is going to probably, you know, rub some feathers and everything. But I'm doing it out of love. And if it rubs some feathers, you just need to get over it. Because I'm going to do the best I can to just, you know, put the Bible of all uh, line of the Bible with certain beliefs when it comes to the, the Hebrew Israelites so what I'm going to do a teaching on in the future and other faiths. You know, I'm not going to try to hit everything. I'm not going to get into all that. This is not what this is all about. But I just just feel that I'm compelled, you know, to, to teach on that because it's a lot of things that I need to understand about their teachings and everything like that sincerely. And a lot of things I want other people to know about this so-called Hebrew Israelite teach it, okay, when it comes to that, especially for the black man and the black woman. Okay, God bless you all. Love you all. Peace out. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Love you. Peace out. Bye-bye.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.